0: The Naz Podcast begins
1: now. You're listening to The ShepNaz Podcast, a podcast by... Start that over. <laughs> podcast. <Man.
0: laughs> Is there going to be a blooper? Blooper show?
1: All right, I got You ready? All right. You are listening to the ShepNaz Podcast, a podcast by Shepherd Church. Everything we do at Shepherd is to connect our community to meaningful relationship with Christ, and we are expecting great things. My name is Rob. I'll be your host today, and I'm joined by Joey Bocook, Executive Pastor of Ministry here at Shepherd Church, and the regular host of this podcast. Today is day two of the 21 Days of Prayer and Fasting, and we'll be talking about the heart of the issue. So, Joey, welcome to your podcast.
0: Hey, how's it going? It's good. not my podcast, but I'm— Somehow, I said, hey, I'd like to like, talk about the podcast, and now I'm the host of it. So That's how it works around here. I don't know how that happened.
1: That's, yeah, say anything about something you like, then you're in charge. That's perfect. <laughs> awesome. Well, we're going to jump right in. Uh, as we said, we're in day two of the 21 days of uh, prayer and fasting, and uh, we're going through the book that Rob McCorkle has yeah. written, Life and Death. And Joey, give us a quick summary of uh, the chapter that you, were, uh, that you did lesson two.
0: Yeah, so uh, lesson two was called The Heart of the Issue, and the idea that Rob kind of puts forth is that the words that you and I speak are really the overflow of what's in our heart. Uh, and what it's, what, it's, what, it, what he's trying to say is, um, in fact, he uses one of the illustrations that, like, when you tip over a glass of water, you expect water to come out. Um, if you tip over a glass of pop, pop's going to come out. Um, in the same way, what's in your heart is what's going to come out. It's what we, what we expect to. Uh, he talks about sowing and reaping. And so in, in the Bible, um, there's a lot of agricultural um, metaphors and parables that Jesus uses. He talks about, like, when you plant something, you expect to harvest what you've planted. Nobody's ever planted corn before and found green beans. Um, what you put in is what's going to come out. Um, and he uses... Um, this great passage from Matthew 12, let's read it. It says, uh, this is Jesus talking, Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or make the tree bad and its fruit bad. For the tree is known by its fruit. You brood of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak what is good? Uh, for the mouth speaks out of what uh, that which fills the heart. The good man brings out of his good treasure what is good. The evil man brings out of his evil treasure what is evil. But I tell you that every careless word that people speak... They shall give an accounting for it in the day of judgment. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you'll be condemned. It's pretty strong um, from Jesus to think that um, every word that I've spoken in my life, I'm going to have to give it account for. Um, Honestly, that causes me to pause a little bit right now as I'm thinking about Mm -hmm. the dumb things I've said before and um, the way that I've talked with people before. And maybe not even that I've talked like in a negative or mean way, but carelessly mm-hmm. um, useless words. Um, and the, the fact that like your and I, our words are what we're at the given an account and by our words we're justified or condemned. Um, I think sometimes we just talk. I don't know if you've met anybody there. They just talk and they don't stop. Um, <laughs> I have that problem sometimes and I just have to pause and like take a breath and think why, like, why am I even saying what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, I think one of the things that really challenged me and kind of left off the page, um, is the word Mm -hmm. treasure and Rob talks about this. I didn't come up with this. Um, but the word, the word treasure that Jesus uses is actually the word, um, in Greek, the And, um, obviously it's the, the, the work the word thesaurus in our in english but it also means um a treasury of words and so the idea being that um the greek word is defined as a depository like where you store priceless treasures is what rob says um if you read the christmas story it's the same word that that the magi the gifts that that they give jesus come from a Thesaurus or a depository. But the same Greek word is also used to talk about a casket. Hmm. And so not only is it a depository for life giving things, it's also the exact same word for things that are dead and evil and gone and empty. Wow. It says a good man then will speak good things because his depository is filled with priceless treasures, meaning that his heart is filled with righteousness. But an evil person is defined as one who speaks from an evil depository. So this describes a person whose heart is filled with unrighteousness. So the question is, what do your words reveal about your heart? Um, I think we're like, wow, that's. I read, that, I'm like, that's pretty heavy. Like, mm-hmm. they're just words, but as we as we're gonna keep going in this I think we're going to find that um, our words have the power of life and death that's the whole point of what we're talking about over these 21 days and so what you put in is what you're going to get out what you reap is what you will sow or like what you sow is what you'll mm-hmm. reap right and so understanding that there are two ways that can go is life or death and what is, whatever you speak is what's going to be inside you can't fake it yeah is what we're I think we're learning
1: yeah I, that's really interesting that the word the is you know the depository but also a, uh, for a casket yeah. and uh out of you know you know out of that comes death uh and you know negative things uh really interesting i also love that um where he's talking about and where you said that when something spills over what's in it comes out right you know and you know, if you don't like what spills out of you sometimes when you mm-hmm. are just in a, in a quick moment reacting, maybe it's because you got to put something better in there. Yeah. And we fill ourselves with so much negative stuff sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, we watch TV all the time and not always positive And some of the music we listen to and things that we look at or whatever, we just put a bunch of negative stuff in. We need to replace it with the positive stuff because when you get bumped, you want the good stuff mm-hmm. to come out, but you got to have it in there in the first yeah. place. Yeah. Good. Well, um, you kind of shared, uh, was there anything really that just stuck out to you more than anything else that was like, well, oh, this is a challenge to me is something I need to maybe apply to my life.
0: Well, yeah. I mean the challenge, the challenge to me is, um, I'd, there are times where I, where I speak carelessly or really not even negatively, but just uselessly. Like I don't need to fill the airwaves with my, with my voice all the time. Um, and what we talked about in yesterday's episode was that um, to, if, we, if we're going to speak when the Holy Spirit calls us to speak, then that should be what's the, the overflow of our heart would be righteousness and, and love and hope and peace and instead of negativity and and strife and angst. Um, and so that's challenging to me because, um, you know, I we all have like moments in our life where we're not, things aren't perfect for us and, um, keeping, keeping not positivity. Cause I think that's a road down of like happy go lucky Christianity. Mm-hmm. Um, but thoughts of like, you know, think on these things as the Bible says, like, yeah, think on the things of God.
1: Yeah. Good. Good. Any practical next steps for you? You feel like you need to take?
0: Well, I think for, for us, for me, for everyone, um, uh, Rob towards the end of it, talks about a prayer that david prayed which says to create and be a clean heart i think taking taking time in the morning to um put into ourselves the right things of god which is scripture prayer uh meditating on scripture uh not long after we we moved here um you preached a message where we talked a little bit about um meditating a scripture scripture and i think filling our hearts and our minds with the word of god is mm-hmm. is then going to it's then going to be that's what will be a natural overflow it mm-hmm. won't it won't be that you have to try very hard and so it's not about trying harder it's about filling yourself with the right stuff mm-hmm. and it's about denying yourself the stuff that you shouldn't be and so maybe during this 21 days of prayer and fasting is denying yourself something that breeds negativity whether that's listening to the news or social media or maybe some of the shows that we watch um, or the music that we listen to, and instead, sowing sewing good things, um, replacing those things with Scripture, replacing those things with worship, with generosity, um, and allowing God to, to move in
1: our hearts like that. Yeah, good. Awesome well thank you joey for doing that for us um what we're going to do right now is take a quick break and when we come back we'll talk a little bit about you joey um uh, so our listeners can get to know you a little bit better and so we'll be right back this january we want to invite you to participate in
0: a 21 days of prayer and fasting at shepherd church each day we'll have prayer prompts scriptures to read and even times at the sanctuary will be open for prayer Plus, on the ShepNaz podcast, we'll be walking through Rob McCorkle's book, Life and Death, The Power of Words, with a guest each weekday. You can get a copy of that book through our website at ShepNaz.org slash 21 days in the lobby on Sundays, or you can find it for yourself on Amazon. All the resources that you'll need for daily prayer and scripture prompts can also be found at ShepNaz.org slash 21 days. And mark your calendars for January 29th as we close out the 21 days with an evening of worship together at Shepherd. Again, don't miss the opportunity to press into what God is doing as we kick off the new year here at Shepherd.
1: All right, so we are back uh, from our break and uh, wanted to give you an opportunity to get to know Joey. Uh, He's been here about five, six months now, five months maybe, something like that. Yep um i've known him for a long time i had the opportunity to be his youth pastor i will tell you some stories about him at some point i do have some uh some you'll be greatly surprised by but uh really quick let's uh give you an opportunity just come on, why don't you tell us a little bit about your family okay. uh yeah i know uh, you're married and mm-hmm. have children and all that stuff i was there so i remember not, i mean not for the children but i was there for the never mind going
0: oh, okay and that's why you are not the regular host of correct So, uh, I am married. Uh, Bethany and I have been married for, we're going on 11 years. It'll be 11 years this coming May. Um, We've known each other for a long time. And uh, we currently have two kids. Um, Graham just turned five in December, and uh, Riley Ann turned two last October. Uh, We're expecting a third next month. Um, And uh, life is really busy because of that. Um, uh, We love our kids. We've had such a great time being parents, um, we took a little bit longer to, to have kids cause we, we, we had about six years, just the two of us. And, um, but we wouldn't trade, we wouldn't trade the last five years with Graham and then now Riley and for anything. Yeah. It's been, um, a great learning curve. Um, I often right now I'm thinking to myself cause, um, Riley Ann's having a hard time sleeping where we want her to sleep. And so currently we're wrestling with the fact that we're raising a floor sleeper. She's <laughs> sleeping on the floor, and I feel like a terrible parent, but that's where she she's asking to sleep. And I'm like, well, if she'll sleep, then let her sleep. But uh, <laughs> but we're learning. So anybody's got any tips on how to get a kid to stop sleeping on the floor maybe in their own bed would be helpful. Yep, you can um, email Joey
1: uh, <laughs> those tips. That would be awesome.
0: <laughs> and You're going to email me like, I can't believe you let your kid sleep on the floor.
1: I think the dog sleeps on the floor too, right? <laughs>
0: Actually, she was right they were right beside each other last night. So yeah. At least she was warm. Yeah. Oh my gosh.
1: Anyway. So tell us, tell us a little bit about Bethany, your wife.
0: Yeah. Uh, So Bethany um, is, uh, she is amazing. Um, We've been, we've really done ministry together. Um, I like, she's always, we don't like When churches are like, she's the unpaid staff person and gets taken advantage of, but she really loves to serve in ministry. So she's always served with me, Um, usually in our kids' ministries at the churches we've been a part of, running events, um, and then also helping me out when it comes to organization and stuff like that. But um, she also, though, has her own career and she's very talented. Um, She is a NICU nurse um, and uh, got that right out of college, which is not, which at that time wasn't usual it was hard to get into that kind of a role right out of college but um every everywhere she works she quickly becomes one of the favorites one of the go-tos and um has always had an incredible influence where she is um and though she would rather not work and you know just hang out and help at the church and do things Mm -hmm. she is really good at it um and we've known each other we went to high school together and um i've known each other for a long time so we've we've Know yeah yeah
1: yeah you guys are really just continuing the lifestyle that you had when you're in high school. I mean you both were serving in the youth ministry yeah. and in leadership roles and continued on that in the church. So, which is awesome and a great segue for tell us about your ministry, where you've been and yeah. what brought you to here and and all that stuff. Sure. Um, well, so Bethany and I both went to Indiana Wesleyan, and so since
0: since then uh, we've sort of been out on our own, and God's kind of brought us to each place, and we've learned a great deal. Um, I've been a youth pastor in Indiana, and in South Carolina, and then in Florida. Um, for the last almost 10 years, though, we, we lived in Florida and um, got to really use that as a, as a greenhouse for us to grow together. Um, we've learned how to be parents there, but we also kind of learned really where our niche in ministry is. And um, when I was, um, I learned really what it looked like to be in full-time ministry and what it looked like to pastor at that sort of when I was in the Jacksonville area from, um, uh, you know, spiritual parent of ours, uh, Wayne in Virginia, they, they really kind of paved the road to show us like, this is how like to live this life. Um, because we didn't have like at the prior church that we didn't have a great example to look at of what it looked like to, to be on staff somewhere. And so, um, recently we were, um, I was the family ministry pastor at a church in central Florida and it's kind of where I made that transition from youth ministry to really being an equipping pastor that helped to give other people a platform uh, to do ministry and to fulfill like what God had called them to do. Um, and we saw amazing, amazing um, stories of transformation and of families being discipled. And so, uh, and we came here. Um, there was, you know, um, at the same time that we were kind of feeling like God was getting ready to do something new in us. Um, God was moving here at Shepherd, and doors opened that um, this sort of position where I I get to work with um, Pastor Ashley in our kids' ministry, and I get to work with our students in our youth ministry and the adults and kind of oversee spiritual formation as a whole and discipleship and help to kind of unify all those ministries. And it's, um, I mean, we're still just getting our feet wet because mm-hmm. six months is really nothing when it comes to mm-hmm. implementing what it looks like to yeah. like bring a whole you know spiritual formation plan but i really been really enjoying it and reconnecting mm-hmm. with with you and um the central ohio area and the cold winter um it's awesome it's so working nice on it. out today yeah we're working on it but uh we're getting there so
1: great awesome Well, uh, I'm enjoying you guys being here as well. It's fun to reconnect after all those years. And um, I know as the host today, I'm supposed to say something really cool to wrap this up, but I don't see it in the show notes. So I'm going to pass it over to you to wrap it up because I don't know what I'm supposed to say to end this thing.
0: All right. Um, Well, I will end the episode by saying thanks to Pastor Rob for hosting today and for getting me in here and letting me be a part of it too. Um, You can find all of this, um, all the information that you want to know about the 21 Days of Prayer and Fasting at shetnaz.org slash 21 days. You can find us on social media. We've got an app. It's awesome. Uh, But we hope that you'll like and subscribe to this. Come back. We have a new episode every day during the week. Uh, Thanks, guys, for listening. This podcast is a production of the Shepherd Church of the Nazarene, Gahanna,
1: Ohio. Email to podcast at shepnaz.org and let us know what you think.